time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. And a happy Monday to you, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Monday, January 24th. On Friday, gold took an early morning beating into the London AM price fix, dropping off a cliff from $1,843 per ounce to as low as $1,828, but it bounced straight up starting at 7 a.m. New York time, reclaiming the entire overnight price ambush. Just as abruptly, the yellow dog was turned back down about 15 minutes before the NYSE opened. As a pretty much customary on Fridays, gold was pushed down in the paper gold comex session to as low as $1,829. Interestingly, in the last 4 and 45 minutes of post-COMEX Globex computer trading, the price rose $7 to close out the week at $1,835. Silver's trading pattern was similar to gold on Friday. India and China were quiet on the physical buying front, but Vietnam, which at one time was the fifth largest gold importer in the world, was very active. The mining stocks took a beating on Friday, with the GDX down more than 2% and some junior microcaps shredding more than 5%. This was likely related to the stock market and in anticipation of the FOMC meeting this week. We'll get to the news out of the miners and explorers in a moment, but first, a quick mention of today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Arizona Snorn Copper Company. Arizona Sonoran is a lower-risk copper developer with a significant exploration potential on private land just south of Phoenix, in an infrastructure-rich area of Arizona. The Cactus Project PEA illustrates an 18-year mine life generating $1 billion U.S. in post-tax free cash flow. It is a scalable, low-capital-intensity project with strong leverage to the copper price. The company is led by an executive management team and board which have a long-standing track record of successful project delivery in North America, complemented by global capital markets experience. You can read more about the company at ArizonaSonoran.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Angus Gold provided the results of the remaining four drill holes from last year, on its Golden Sky project in Wawa, Ontario. Two of the four holes on the banded iron formation were successful in intersecting significant gold mineralization at locations approximately 500 meters apart. These zones represent the first reported drill discoveries in the BIF and suggest strong potential for the area to host significant BIF-hosted gold mineralization, similar to that seen at the large deposits of Musselwhite, Meadowbank, and Back River. Hole 14 intersected an extensive zone of gold with 61.3 meters wide and grading 0.94 grams per ton gold. Hole 15, located approximately 500 meters west of Hole 14, intersected 18.7 meters of 1 gram per ton gold. The company says both intersections indicate that a robust gold mineralization system was active within the BIF and bodes well for expanding current zones and discovering additional zones within the largely unexplored horizon. Angus Gold trades on the TSX Venture with GUS and on the OTC with ANGVF. Moving over to Quebec now, O3 Mining reported drilling results from the Kappa Zone of its Alpha Gold Exploration Project near Val d'Or, with highlights of 8.3 metres, 
grading 12 grams per tonne gold in hole 388. O3 said it continues to extend gold mineralization with the potential to increase resources within trucking distance of the 1600 tonnes per day Orbel mill it has an option on. The company assigned 6,000 metres of drilling to expand the kappa zone this year with up to two drill rigs. O3 Mining trades on the TSXV under OIII and on the OTCQX under OIIF. Capitan Mining reported a new drill result from the Peñoles project in Durango, Mexico. Hole 29 returned 31, excuse me, 38.1 meters of 0.63 grams per ton gold equivalent within a broad zone of 195 meters of 0.34 grams per ton gold equivalent. This hole also intersected a second interval with Jesus Maria style silver mineralization. This new discovery is significant as it represents a 350-meter step-out down dip into the south of the previously drill-defined extent of the Jesus Maria silver deposit. 5,000 meters of RC drilling is planned for the first half of this year. A few of those holes have been completed and assays are pending. The Jesus Maria silver deposit is located approximately 280 meters to the northeast of the Capitan deposit. It has been traced by surface trenching and diamond drilling over a strike length of 750 meters and to a depth of 150 meters, with the majority of the drilling focused over 250 meters strike length and less than 100 meters below surface. Capitan Mining trades on the TSX Venture with CAPT. Gold Royalty entered into a credit agreement with the Bank of Montreal for a 10 million US dollar secured revolving credit facility, which includes an accordion feature providing for an additional 15 million dollars. This adds to the company's existing balance sheet of 38 million in cash and marketable securities. The company is currently making a hostile all share bid to acquire Elemental Royalties, which has a market capitalization of 106 million dollars Canadian. And so the company may be building its cash position to potentially sweeten its offer. The management of Elemental rejects the gold royalty overture and advised its shareholders to take no action. Elemental expects to receive 1.1 million in revenue from a 2% royalty it holds on the Carla Winder gold mine in Australia, which it says is equivalent to nearly six times the total revenue disclosed by gold royalty for its 2021 fiscal year. Gold royalty trades on the NICE American under GROY, Elemental Royalties trades on the TSXB under ELE, and on the OTCQX under ELEMF. Uh, Paul, I just got to say, so Elemental's a, uh, a supporter of this podcast, but man, this story just is nonstop the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, a good uh, takeover can do that. It's great for journalists. Like <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. Okay, let's keep going. Sabandier Stillwater terminated the $1 billion U.S. purchase of the Santa Rita nickel mine and Cerote copper mine in Brazil from private equity firm Appian Capital Advisory after the latter reported a geotechnical event in Santa Rita which would have a material adverse effect on the business. In response, Appian said there was a small crack in the pit and that it does not constitute a material adverse change, so it seems legal action may result. Sabani Stillwater trades on the JSE under SSW and on the NYSE under SBSW. Paul, just looking at the markets, futures are again red all around uh, today. Gold's hanging in there. Silver's a little bit down. Copper's down. But it looks like another volatile start to the week, uh, similar to how we finished last week. 
I agree, Trevor. I think it's going to be another interesting week uh, this week. Yeah. All right. That concludes today's morning briefing. We'll be back later today uh, with some more market commentary and corporate updates. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Until later, I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Have a great day, everybody. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.